Hey everybody, welcome to Keys to the Jet. Oh shit, I just knocked something over on my desk. Fuck. Uh today we're having a my name is Red. Today we're having a raptor party. Woo! Yeah. Got one well, yeah. the earth right here. Dude, I need one of those, bro. I, I, one of those monsters. I just woke up. I'm on, I'm on round like three, two, dude. I need like three of them. <laughs> just shotgun them. That's what I need, man. Just woke up. So I mix them up in my handy dandy KC cup. I put some like sparkling water in. Sparkling. The fancy stuff. Yeah, dude. <laughs> right, get out of here. Go. What up? <laughs> I'm Red. What's up, dude? I'm Blackbeard. Oh, Mikey. Oh, Mikey is back. How many times you got to be on here to be a, like a guest? I mean, one time is just guest appearance, right? Yeah. Yeah. I little guess Mikey's I would be a re recurring guest. You're a recurring guest. Little Mikey's pretty, VIP. I pretty much run this show at this point. <laughs> <You run> this. <laughs> <laughs> little Mikey's filling in for Rhino today. Rhino is probably out hunting Fab, hunting for Bigfoot. Yes. <laughs> hunting for Pumbaa. <laughs> hunting for Pumbaa. <laughs> He's big hunting. <laughs> he hasn't responded to that shit yet. You know that, right? He hasn't Fab, said a well, word. Fab laughed about it on he did? Instagram. He did, but he didn't fucking text us and be no. like, oh, oh, what a dick. I don't know what's up with him. He He's super MIA now. He's way MIA. Way MIA. So what's up, dudes? What you been up to? What, what, what has everybody... Welcome to the Raptor Party. What's everybody mm -hmm. been doing? Dude, playing Starfield. <laughs> Starfield. <laughs> oh, man. It's this new Bethesda game that came out, man. It's like Skyrim, but it's in outer space. Yeah. Doing my yeah. VA crap, too, man. That That is such a pain in the ass. Yep. Told you. Told you. When you said that, I thought of uh, Star Fox. You guys remember that game? Dude, <laughs> Star Fox on the 64 and yeah, right? Every time I went yeah. to Walmart, I had to stop and play that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Where you're where you're like looking up, they have it at yeah. the very top, and you're just like looking up, fucking yeah. breaking your neck. Hold on, mom. Hold on. No, I don't want to play. No, I don't want to leave. Or the Blockbuster. Blockbuster had uh Star Fox also. Hell yeah. <laughs> Blockbuster or what was it? Hollywood video. I think you had that shit too. Speaking of, what do you have? A, you have a blockbuster video. What are you doing? What are you I'm reaching getting wallet out. His old blockbuster card. It looks like he's reaching into his pants. Where's it at? Where's it at? There it is. Boom. Oh, there. Yep. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Blow the dust off that bitch. It's in his wallet. Yeah, it's like you use it every day. Just in case they open one back up. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the very back behind everything you're like yeah no there's there's one blockbuster left i thought oh i think there is uh like in washington state or some shit yeah it's up Dang. north somewhere that's what google just said mm -hmm. in uh you know in my area we didn't have a blockbuster because we you know we were in a small yeah, you were in the desert small arizona <laughs> town but we did have a knockoff called hollywood video which was pretty cool I remember going there renting uh, like video games for uh, my PlayStation One, or PlayStation Two. Nice. There was a before Blockbuster was a thing. We had like a local video store, and uh, I remember I would beg mom, "Can we go to the video store? Can we go to the video store?" They had a curtain covering the back, yep. and you're like, "What's that?" 
the beer they curtain. Did. That's the, the, that's the porno room. Don't go in there. Stick your head through. Uh, oh. <laughs> What's back there? Like creepy old dudes? What Dad's you doing in the back, back room. Here, <laughs> Dad's I got a big old handlebar myself. What you doing back here, boy? Actually, the, the local video store was owned by, uh, uh, I guess the guy was into meth or something, and uh, he got busted. Typical. And... Then they uh, they shut that down. Then later they opened a tattoo shop there, and uh, he was uh, what did they call that place? It was uh, tattoos and videos, <laughs> Meth Central, Tinies or Tweakers or something. I don't know. They called it something <laughs> silly. <laughs> oh yeah, well of course it's fucking Tweakers. Yeah, dude, we had a uh, we had a Wendy's that was really that was really awesome. But I guess one employee was selling. Great uh, meth. meth out the window, <laughs> and so they shut that bitch down. That sucks. And now it's now it's like a Chinese restaurant. No now, now they're selling. Now they're selling heroin. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think they might have turned it into an O'Reilly's now. Like it's been so many things from when I was a kid to now. It might be an O'Reilly's. Uh, 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 O'Reilly's, get your own meth. Hurts. Dude, I didn't realize was, uh, that's 29 giving birth to that. That was that jet that freaked out when I ran it one time. You're talking about your picture? Yeah. Your yeah. wrapped a party picture? Yeah, or Blackbeard two. and I were like the the, uh, the K-Seal hit team in like, so, golly, was that 08, 09? Somewhere that around there. That should be uh, an Elmo jet, right? No, it was that Probably up in Langley now. Mm-hmm. Should be. Dude, All the yeah, Raptor we... jets started with a one. Oh no no no! Yeah, we were. Yeah, I I, I just saw the two nine. I didn't see a, the first number. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zero two nine. That's like a what? O O one or an O O jet? Yeah. Like the the uh, ever elusive Hangar Queen number two. Oh yeah, oh, that thing they, was they, Yeah, they shipped they shipped shipped two out. Probably about two years ago, maybe from here. Yeah, they put it in some museum, didn't they? Yeah, that big NASA guppy looking thing came and got it. Dang, <laughs> that thing's pretty cool. Have you, have you ever seen that thing up close? Well, obviously, you came and got it, that your fucking jet. So, uh, I synced it when I was out at out in Texas. It was really cool. Yeah, it was. It was here at Tyndall for for years. It just. It was I was gonna say I I saw it at Tyndall, is when I was up close to it. The guppy? No, O2. Where were you where were you working? At Tyndall? Yeah. No, that was uh tech school and then uh I was supposed to be there and I was there for like a week in bones and then uh they switched my papers and I I moved again. And then I went to uh Alaska. When were you in tech school? Oh seven. Oh okay, okay. No, that's Dang. cool. Mikey was in 07? Yeah, 07. Did you work with Corsi up there? Yes, he did. I did not, but I worked. Oh, oh, and, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked with Corsi. Yeah, you did. Ed, yes. ED what, did, what was he? Ed, ED three or some shit. EC three. <laughs> yeah. Eddie. EC three. Yeah. How many? We had, we had all the fucking a bunch of Tyndall guys there at the ninetieth. I want to yeah. say he just retired, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think so. Sure. Everybody's getting ready to retire that we all went mm-hmm. in with. Weird. Everybody, this, dude. The, um, 
what is, what's today's date the sixth yeah 14 yeah. more days man <laughs> dang dude 20 years five months five days mm. well congrats that's uh yeah. that's a long haul dude that's a that's a lot of yeah. uh dealing dealing with changes and bullshit <laughs> you know, am i crazy man i kind of um it, it's weird how things things work out right in the beginning, you're like pushed and pressed and like, oh, man, you need to do this. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. And then the older you get and then the more like normal civilian life you get, you start realizing I don't I don't want to go to the meeting in the morning and then the afternoon. Fucking and I don't want meetings, dude. I don't I don't want to do that. And then, you know, a lot of the dudes that you work with who eventually um, move on and, and go farther and then they wind up at the same place you are, but they spent 90% of their life in their 22 years at work. And that's just, that was not for me. And I, I think I realized that after I got in trouble at my 10th year mark. <laughs> <laughs> and I figured, dude, you were just one mistake away from being replaced and forgotten, no matter how hard you work. Well, I was like, I'm, I'm just going to ride this thing out. Yeah, I think I realized that. I got I got tired of uh, you get to Fat Boy Camp at 4.30. Woo! And you do that for two hours, three hours, and then you uh, work 14, 16 hours because nobody else knows how to do shit. <laughs> and then you get to go home and do it all again. Uh that's always fun. Uh, you know, I was thinking about staying in for 20, but then by the time I hit my six, man, Big Blue and I, we just didn't see eye to eye. Didn't see eye to eye. I liked being inside the red line and working with all of my peeps, yep. all my crew dogs, right? Yep. Everything outside of it, bro. I was just like, eh, I'm over it. But you know I what? Know. I, am, I am super thankful for the things that are afforded me. Uh you know, we, we definitely are different than yeah. uh, regular people. I mean, I don't want to say civilians because it's such a weird term, but we're, we're definitely different. We're not the same uh, same cut as, as people that never went in, and we're definitely not the same cut as people in different career fields either. No, I, I, I agree. I, 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 I can't say enough good things about what I've gotten out of, you know, this career. And it's not the whole – bleed blue integrity man i learned hard no man this it was it's so much more than that and it would i'd do it again if it was like the same climate and mindset that it was when i first came in but now this whole it's like it, it believe it or not the air force is following along with like woke guidelines you know people are allowed to have their um pronoun attached to their signature now i'm not going to make a big deal about that because i don't i don't I, give a I still can I still can't get over you guys can use your pockets now. So, you know, that would blow me away. <laughs> when they were, when like younger airmen were like talking to you, did you know what they were saying? Like, for real, for real, for real, for real, Sergeant, I don't. Oh, Dude, God. It's got worse. It's, it's got, we, we've got, we've got a person that we work with. And um, man, she is just, she's just out there with that. And we have our own personal translator. That I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, bro, that flight chief got Riz, bro. Sure, yeah. okay. 
Okay. They're dyed hair and pronouns and hands in pockets and walking and talking on cell phones. And <laughs> you know, I saw when I was working over at the 16s um, here here at Edwards, I saw this dude walk by and his fucking his his haircut and like beard and everything. I was like, what the fuck is happening to the Air Force? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So he was over, he was over somewhere else. But it was basically like that. I he was looked like, like that. I was like, <laughs> yes, he did. I was like, what? Yo, when I was in as a as a senior airman, you know what I mean? I mean, they would have been like, Arn, just get your shit. Done. I know you're getting out soon, but you know, you would have gotten your ass stopped for that kind of stuff. Now it's yeah. just like <laughs> whatever, man, just let it roll. You know, you're like, Yeah, oh, no, I don't want to I don't want to hurt the guy's feelings. Well, and I wonder if this is just uh, our progression and where we're at for our particular time in the world, because, you know, the old, like the Vietnam guys, they were, you guys are pussies. This is nothing like when we came in, you know, and I'm sure the Korea guys were the same way and the World War II guys were the same way. You You know, so I'm wondering if this is just for our progression for the time and place that we are. But yeah, it it ain't what we signed up for. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the problem like, I got with all of it is because I feel like all the tradition is leaving, yeah. and that's like something. Yeah. At least like the Vietnam guys and like us and Desert Storm and shit compared to us, still had that fucking tradition and fucking. It still felt like the military. It seems like the shit that's going on now is fucking not the military anymore. It's more like a bullshit business. It's crazy. To see, yeah. It's crazy to see how lax they are with mm-hmm. like again with like uniform stuff. You see cats that are wearing chucks, like brown chucks that match the uniform, not boots, just like vans or whatever they can find. You know what I mean? And you're like, dude, but like for real? Well, for real and to, for real. To Bro. piggyback off of what uh, Blackbeard said. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of the time that I put in and when I served and things like that and in because of those traditions and since they're going away it's uh it was something to be in the military and to be to do what we did and now with those traditions going away it's like and now they've even lacked the the entrance even more because they're so low on recruits so i read a thing a couple days ago that now uh like basically you you can just be a complete retard and uh, do whatever you want. You can get in because they're low on recruits, and so they don't care. I'm I'm hoping that's the case because I'm trying to push my stepson in. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! You guys remember having to sit like at basic and like shine, shine and polish oh, yeah. your boots for like an yeah. hour, hours, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you know that if it wasn't like if it didn't if it wasn't a mirror, you know, now people are yeah. shaving the top. Yeah. Dude, right afterwards, every Sunday. ABUs. I couldn't wait yeah. wait to get um what is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah the ABUs. ABUs. Yeah, oh, like right no. when I stood on staff is like it was like right when they came out, and I was like, Oh sweet, yeah. I don't have to do this whole uniform shit. Looking back, I'm like, that kind of like made you proud of you uh, of who mm-hmm. you were every Sunday, an hour and a half or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You start your sleeves. Oh yeah, get shine your boots. Up. Get them ready. Well, Woo. And it's it's weird how the different skills that you would never think of follow you too. Because like, uh, you know, my wife, uh, she's retired now, but she had a grooming shop for years and years. We had, I think we had it for eight years, seven years, 
and uh tile floors man i i could polish the shit out of those floors <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it was it's just one of those things man it's like i was the last one in my flight to wear bdus every single day i'd be like oh, when are you gonna get some abus dude not until i have to not until i'm required to and then they and you were you were supposed to uh wash them with only one or two different detergents uh because something about the infrared or some shit yeah nobody did nobody did that you can do like you did with bdus where working on the flight line you know you throw in your detergent and then you throw coke in with it to get the hydro out in order to get the uh (laughs) to get the fuel out and always do it at the dorms (laughs) <laughs> always do it oh, i lived in base housing and i would go once a week to the dorms to use their washing machine after <laughs> fuck those kids after you dunk on all the exercise and throw them inside the washers you know what i mean that kind of stuff that's always a good time <laughs> someone did that at tyndall allegedly allegedly i don't know who it was did you guys ever work with lazaric <laughs> limerick <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let me let me tell a quick story. <laughs> we and it, it has something to do with hydraulic fluid, right? Me and I are working out on a on a jet, and the APU won't run. Zumi tells us swap the APU, right? Swap the APU. I hop in the seat, try to fire it up. It doesn't fire up. We're like, what in the hell is going on? This is APU number one. Zumi comes out. He was like, uh, support gave you guys the wrong APU. <laughs> it was the bad one from the day earlier, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> Always a this good one time. looks a little familiar. <laughs> so we swapped that one out. and um, Or I go to pull the other one out, and he's like, go get another one from supply. So I hop in the truck. I come back, and um, the APU's out. And it's been like 45 minutes. <laughs> and there's there's Limerick. He's on an east-west crane smoking a cigarette. <laughs> right right by the damn jet. You know, he's sitting on one of the big outriggers. Yeah. And um, I didn't say anything to him about him smoking. I was more impressed that the APU was out. But the funny thing is, is that the other one was in the cradle, right? But this one was just laying on the ground. <laughs> and um, we get... The, new, the the third APU out of the truck, you can carry those things if you really wanted to, like two-man carry, because they were... Or if you're know, a giant, you can just put it under your arm. 160 pounds, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, we got everything swapped over, and we got it, we got it pointed in, and um, we're walking back from the farthest row on Tyndall by the age yard, and I've got buckets of PAO, and um, he's got two buckets of hydro fluid and we're walking and this this a-hole he's like whoops and he throws them <laughs> into <laughs> he throws them into the air yeah. I was like, what do he's like i tripped and it's <laughs> all in that grass area and i'm like dude yeah. we're gonna freaking go to jail so yeah that's yeah that's normal down down the ramp at the 15s when we were like deep puddling and shit like that, you know, on a constant basis, yeah. uh, it, it was always a thing or with a hydro. Oh, oops. The wind blew. My bucket fucking fell over. There yeah. it goes. You know what I mean? Or we would go <laughs> allegedly. I knew people, not we, 
I knew people that would dump the hydro dash 60 in, into a dash 60. Yeah, just Dude, the, the Edwards the hydro we, or the fuel the, in, into a dash 60, it would burn it. Dude, at Edwards, we had somebody dump a fucking a bunch of hydro into the dash 60, and fucking the flight chiefs and everybody QA found out about it. So oh. we're all lined up at the fucking flight chief's office to bring in one person <laughs> at a time, fucking interviewing everybody. And then here comes fucking who was my supervisor at the time, but fucking RFP, he passed away. But he comes through the hall, like a past everybody stood up. He's like, I got this. I know what happened. I did it. <laughs> he just walks straight in. What a champ. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's they used to dump it in the uh uh in the in the slots it was uh i can't remember what what that was it wasn't a hotel it was adjacent to it but the uh when the, one or two yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'd just be walking through and i'd see some i'd be I'd, i don't know probably 15 20 times i walk through and i see somebody dumping buckets of hydro in the in the drains and i'm just whatever it's not me let's keep going <laughs> I, I I've seen that. Knowing yeah, what I, well, knowing what I know now and where that goes, I I feel bad. Or I like uh, fuel tubes, right? We had fuel yeah. tubes that we had to put into yep. to the jets for the F one hundreds because they fucking are pieces of shit and dump fuel everywhere. It's like Indian that. Guys, let's go. They wouldn't they wouldn't take it down and then dump it in the bucket. They would just be like, you know, oops, oops bump the <laughs> bump the fuel tube out of the jet. It would dump all over the fucking place. You're like, it'll happen, uh, right? I mean, Man, hey, like, they've been doing that at Tyndall since the 40s. So, I mean, bro, listen know. to this. They're tearing up everything at Tyndall, right? All the hangers are gone. And they're doing like this cleanup mitigation thing. There's these big box trailer things with all these lines going into the earth. And they've been there for like six months. And they've got like two, three stories tall of dirt mixed up. And during the summer, driving by there, it smelled like oil, hydraulic fluid, <laughs> like the whole flight line side of the base because of um, all of that dirt that they that they were because of up. all the fighters that they've had at that base. Yeah, man, and it's crazy because all <laughs> of that was under concrete that was like two feet thick. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So well, remember, remember when we were there. Uh, uh, between you may not have been there at the time, but they were finding like lead from rounds and stuff over the school. Over no, oh, over the okay. remember over the school they 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 had to close down the school for a little bit. I think you, you know told what I'm talking about. I don't remember that. I think it happened in like 08 or 09, somewhere around between 07 and 08. They had found like contamination over there. Then they had to shut it down to clean it. Wow. Because I think it was an old shooting range at some point. When I used to go fishing out there by a water treatment plant, way back Ooh, there behind the fucking you. I used Love to catch stingrays over go, there. I used to yeah. catch all kinds of shit over there. Small little sharks. When we'd sharks go, like, are amazing over there. Where was I think it was north. I don't know. To the left from the water. Yeah. Wherever that fucking was. Yeah. I would fucking there on the water edge. You could find fucking 50 cal rounds all over the fucking place. I still have a bunch of them. That's oh yeah, the shooting range. Yeah. It's on the opposite side of the shooting range off ninety eight. Yeah, there was there were be, sitting there. I found a couple of them, uh, and you had to scare away the fiddler crabs. 
thousands of fiddler crabs and you'd scare them away and you, if you saw something and, and reach down and find a cool little round or something. Dude, those things were, you'd go out there and there was just a mob of them. You know what I mean? Or it's like when you go out to the boardwalk, remember headed out to the boardwalk, you'd just yeah. see a fucking a mob of those crabs and try and catch them. <laughs> we would go, uh, you know, about halfway down the boardwalk, there's a little pond and we would use a cast net and get a bucket of shad oh, yeah. or fingerlings finger molds and then uh take those out to the old water treatment plant slit them with a knife and use a steel eater and uh we fish for sharks and like a three-foot shark dude with some italian dressing on the grill that's that's some badass food <laughs> hmm. sounds like you hey, hung how, out with fab how big was the hammerhead you caught out there it was a sandbar shark it wasn't a hammerhead but it was six feet six feet oh right damn fucking coast yeah that's a muscle at first. It took a while. Dude, I've only went out there drunk and um, <laughs> and at it's night after time. springs, right? <laughs> and I never paid much attention to it. But my second time going back to Tyndall, I went out there and I think I got a, I got a theory on why there's so much fish activity there. The damn water treatment plant is leaking mm-hmm. into the the bay right there. Oh yeah, feeding them. It's feeding and them, it's dude. not. It's not obvious. There's. It's almost like it took 50 years for a leak to find its way downhill, and it's just <laughs> seeping out, and it smells. They're putting stuff in the water to make the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the best thing about Tyndall uh, was the uh, the sweat. We've, we've talked about this already. No, not the sweat or the swamp ass or the no seams, but it was the paper mill. Mm, seven it smells so nice when you're on mid shift oh. and you're getting ready to leave and you're like man and then it just starts looming and you're just like oh my god or go okay so die. so humble you were you were at Tyndall uh and I've asked the other guys this when you're leaving base and you're leaving the island and as soon as you get across the bridge on the right side there was a little barber there uh, a little barber shop did you ever stop there on, on the, the right or the left? There was one on, on the, the right. There was a gas station on the left. No, I never went in there. So uh, apparently, I'm the only one. Uh, but this dude was like, donut shop. he was ancient and uh, he had little massagers and stuff. It was like the best fucking haircut I ever got in my life. <laughs> I mean, hey, massagers. your eyes are closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mouth is a mouth, you know. Hey, whatever happens. Like that barber shop was equal to the barbecue station on the way to Panama City. <laughs> um, or the remember the donut shop? I mean, I was fat, so I went there. Yeah, right it's, yeah, it's uh, still there. Oh, is it? Dang, yep. it survived. Uh, yeah, Leon's donuts, those are the best. Dude, I don't under I think the reason why it survived, it's because it's only like eight feet off the ground. If it was probably 10, it probably would have yeah. been completely demolished, but nothing happened to that small business whatsoever. Hmm. He covered it in donut glaze prior to, probably. Prior to the, the hurricane coming through. There's so, so much donut juice everywhere. Or had a bunch of fat airmen around it. I'll pay you so, in donuts if you surround my business, fat airmen. Please. Is Kindle like shut down? Like there's nobody stationed there still? No, it's they um they took the 43rd 
and it had been remodeled by OSS. So it is not set up whatsoever like an AMU, but they're using it uh, for the new 95th for the F-35. And okay. Because I, I, knew, I knew a lot of those guys yeah, either went uh, north. Um, I can't remember what that base is called, or they went out to Pensacola. Eglin. Yeah. Yeah, they were out at Eglin for freaking almost five years. Dang, you got yourself a butt ice already? Bro, this is my third one. What are you? I thought you were a crew chief about to retire. Dang, dude. He works in the office, doesn't he? He's gonna run out of he's gonna run out of butt ice, and then he's gonna get into his four locos, and then we're really gonna see what happens a little bit. You're you're starting Columbus Day off right. You've been. uh, Oh, I forgot. I didn't know this was uh, steal somebody's country day. You uh, is it when today? Today, right now? Man, it's too bad I'm not reserves. I'd be uh, getting paid like time and a half. It is Indigenous People's Day. Dang. I have to go to work, motherfuckers. I have to go go mop up stuff in the hangar with. So I know you said you were at you're at 20 years and some. uh, Are you Columbus Day? Are you getting out? Are you still going to keep going? No, no, dude. I'm uh, my effective retirement date is one Feb twenty four, and my ceremony is this is next week. I'm on terminal. So oh, congratulations! Should... Have you used that? There's a new program that one of my buddies he did uh, twenty six years. He just retired, nice. and uh, uh, he used a program where for the last six months yep. that he was in, he got to go to whatever kind of job he wanted to do, and yeah, so he. Nice. That's that's it's, awesome. Um, it's an internship. Um, there's a company that I use that's letting me um, learn a skill through an online company, and they keep track of all the progress, and we have Zoom meetings and stuff like that. But for the most part, I'm a stay-at-home student for the, the next two months, which will be four, and then my terminal leave starts one December. Man, that's super Hell awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Are you going to grow your beard longer? Like Blackbeards, or are you just going to so, leave it like that? Dude, I, uh, it looks good. It looks really I, good right now. I, I trimmed it up because it's starting to get down here in my mouth. I'm at that point to where it's growing longer, and I'm yeah. starting to groom it because I want to get a little, keep food? You know, a, little, a little whatever the hell that's called. Handlebars. Yep. A pirate moustache. There you go. Hell yeah. Yeah, um, mine's, mine's short right now, but normally I, I keep it, you know, like Blackbeards pretty much, and uh but yeah, dude, I have to I have to take some scissors because that upper lip, dude, you can't you can't eat soup, you can't eat sandwiches, you can't you can't do anything. Dude, I love, <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of Monster right now and in like 3 more seconds, I'll take another sip from my mouth. Yep. That's like Blackbeard <laughs> eating hot dogs. He gets all the oh, condiments yeah. all there over the go. place. I have to wash my face afterwards. He's like stuff <laughs> stuff some hot dogs in there. Yeah, he's just Blackbeard and hot dogs, man. Yep. He's just No, I I'm, I'm not doing that. I'll keep it at um I think I use either seven eighths or a five eighths. I don't want to I can't I can't get any longer than this. Cause dude, it's all it's all gray here, but it's like spur if I yeah, yeah look at the top of my hair, man. <laughs> Going chrome, dude. It's okay. Yeah. Dude, you have, you seen, um, have you seen you Mike Stoltz in a while? Yeah. Yeah. Stoltz. Oh, yeah. He he turned yeah, he gray did. quick. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Had a rough time there for us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, dude, he was really young and turned gray, bro. I remember yeah. Stoltz being 
You're like, what the fuck baby happened face. to you, dude? I'm in a <laughs> dimwit area right now, but I'm pretty much all gray. <laughs> Everybody's going. I'm, I got you a little gotta bit accept of, it. A little bit of white going here. I have a teenage Can't wait daughter. To have a white beard. Fill in a teenage Santa daughter. Christmas. I asked Blackbeard yeah. a couple weeks ago. I was like, "Do you dye that shit? Like, how how are you the same age as me almost?" And <laughs> I think he's. I think it's, he's got some Hispanic in him somewhere. Low he's stress. Got, he's got Cuban something beard. in him. <laughs> no stress. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Cuban B. You still powder coat and stuff? Uh, I still have the equipment. I haven't I done it in a while. But yeah. Dude, you powder coat shit and you didn't tell me? Come on, bro. Yeah. yeah. Go. We, got, we got all kinds knew. of stuff to do. No, no. I didn't Everybody. Yeah. I have shit on my bike and we need to do. I'll bring my bike over. He yeah. did like every single piece that you can take off my motorcycle. Yeah. And it, I, yeah. I, it was like $190 shipping. <laughs> From Florida to California. You guys are going to get me to California one way or another, aren't you? Bro, come out here, Mikey. Iron Dude, Man I actually... So we've been looking for houses uh, for a couple weeks now, and I actually found a couple houses in California that I did like, but I just can't. I just can't, man. California is too... Listen, don't do it. That's why I, I only know. work out here three days a week and then live in Arizona oh, for, there you for the go. rest. Like I got an uncle that lives in San Diego and he has to go to Arizona and uh smuggle straws. He buys cases of straws to smuggle back to California. Like that's insane. <laughs> yeah, but I mean if you came out here, I do go to Arizona every week. I got you. But you're, you're, well, I, I won't use my close. prison wallet. I won't use my prison wallet for you. <laughs> yeah, pocket. that would kind of <laughs> <laughs> These straws were in someone's ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but they had the wrappers. They had the wrappers on. They're just fine. Yeah, they're, they're sanitary. sanitary. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Mikey. I, Northern California is lovely. Central California, lovely. But the, the, the ideology, the taxes, and then just people's mindset of, I live in this state. I need to act a certain way. I don't want any part of that. So once you yeah. get in the desert, once you get in the yeah. desert, it's a totally different mindset. It goes to like Republicans <laughs> type shit real quick. I, I feel like I'm too like, old for the desert. <laughs> once you cross, once you cross the LA County, like yeah, LA is uh, where all the threshold and you get into Kern County and everything, you're just like, oh man, well, like-minded people out here. I think everything else is down south towards the coast. Needs like another national uh, uh, a natural disaster. They, yeah. That usually brings folks together. Yeah. Oh, so, good. And then good Snake, matches. Snake, uh, what's his name? Remember, remember the movie? Escape from, from L.A. Yeah, he needs to come through and fucking fuck shit up. <laughs> oh man, he Hell snagged yeah. Goldie Hawn and he never let her go. Dude, you guys getting ready for Halloween? Yeah. Oh yeah. What about you? What are you gonna be? Are you gonna Are you gonna dress up? Are you gonna do anything? Dude, I have decorated my entire house, the outside of my house, and I have uh, I've built this train platform for my kids, and it's a like I forgot about you and trains. Yeah, uh, wonderful. Like half, half spooky slash like regular people, and then the other part of the tracks are like dead people. 
and it is <laughs> oh shit, it is stupid elaborate, and it's it's big, right? You have a lot of trains. You have a lot of trains. Different types of trains, yeah. Do you like run run them into each other? You're like ah, used to like Gomez Adams. <laughs> yeah, like, used to smash my matchbox cars with uh, a hammer, right? And they were all my dad's matchbox cars from like the. 60s and 70s so they were really nice and i would like stage train car accidents it was pretty cool i used to do that shit too and i would put them in the sidewalk like the crack of the sidewalk and hit it sideways so that the car would fold in half and shit (laughs) i used to take my old hot wheels and throw them in the street and let cars run them over (laughs) uh yeah i've uh i've decorated uh you know we're in the camper here uh but I, we decorated mom's front, her yard with some skeletons and some uh, uh, tombstones and some lights. And uh, I bought an old man mask. I got hosed. Uh, so I was like, all excited about this old man mask. And it's yeah. supposed to be like uh, super, super. Yeah, well, no, it was on Amazon, <laughs> but it was supposed to be super realistic. And uh, I got it. Amazon. <laughs> you bought it and on it was, Wish or Timu. It's like. American round was, eye, old guy mask. It, it was 14 <laughs> bucks, and I was like, yeah, this is going to be – This I can't believe I got this super realistic mask for 14 bucks, and I got it, and I'm, it's not It's not realistic. <laughs> when I was a kid, you, bought it up, wish. <laughs> you, you would get like uh, – I was G.I. Joe for, when I was like five, and masks back then were like a, a plastic – The plastic with the like string. For the eyes was, was, <laughs> was it like that? <laughs> With the string that you put behind, yeah, dude, the elastic yeah. breaker. Yeah, your- I was I was a hobo like one a- year and it had like the plastic cigar sticking out. <laughs> uh, dude, my kids want to be okay. So we're gonna go trick or treating. I'm gonna dress up because I want to trick or treat too. And my wife is like, "It's for the kids," and I'm like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna go that? trick or treat too." Exactly. I want my <laughs> I want own candy. candy. <laughs> I want my own candy. So my niece and my daughter, they're going to be somebody from Scream. I don't know what they're doing. My son is Ghostface this year. Yeah, I think they're going to. I don't know what they're doing. And then my son wants to be Harry Potter. And so I'm just like, where do I go from here? I might just steal like Blackbeard's idea and be a hot dog. You know what I mean? Just run around in a big (laughs) hot dog costume, which will also be cool because I'll wear it on the podcast or wear it on our live streams. Be perfect. Yeah. I mean, it might be great. Just don't just so, don't do anything racist. No, <laughs> no. Ask me about my weirdo. I might do that a lot. See, that mask isn't too bad. Oh my gosh. Oh, see that <laughs> that's an Einstein mask. Yeah. yeah, you look like you just got out of the morgue, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not it's for 14 bucks, cool. I can't bitch, but I mean if you church it up a little bit, like put blood and stuff on there, it'd be cool. Or like Walked around with a bottle of prune juice and where's I you guys want a butterscotch? Oh my god. Oh man, I was thinking about the mayor yesterday. I had uh I had butterscotch in the cart and I was like, should I buy that? Oh I was you like, should. if you want it, and I'm like, I don't want it. I just my buddy, I kind of feel like I should buy some. <laughs> <laughs> Out of respect for the mayor. Out of respect yeah. for the mayor. You, you guys want your butterscotch? When I was like, no, I can't justify $7 for that. So I put it back. Dude, did you guys hear about uh, this new app that came out? So I was on air, or I saw somebody sent it in our QA fucking uh, group. 
like and it's a there's an Air Force Times but it's an app to basically like uh describe your barracks right so <laughs> to like review your barracks yeah Fucking yeah stupid yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a basically like a yelp style app to rate them are they gonna do anything about it <laughs> it's called it's called hots and cots they probably won't do shit about it but it's called hots and cots uh, and okay this comes from air force time so i'm reading off of it i thought it was pretty cool i thought it was pretty funny it's not gonna do anything but highlight people and get them in trouble probably yeah you know if they leave like <laughs> it's a trap one, one star review and then just like trash the whole like thing you know what i mean like it allows service members to anonymously review the quality of barracks and dining services anonymous. troops have already posted more than a dozen ratings scathing <laughs> glowing and mediocre since the app's launch on wednesday <clears throat> That's pretty cool. Have any have any of you guys been to Anderson on Guam? No. So uh the first time we went there, uh they were like, Well, we were gonna put you in the queue, but we have this set of condemned dorms that you guys can live in. Oh, perfect. So perfect. They, they put the whole AMU in this condemned section of dorms next to the bowling alley. And uh then they were trying to get the air conditioners working for us and and trying to our hangar that they gave us had been flooded and we had to clean the shit up on advon and uh mop everything and get all the mud off the walls and paint a bunch of shit and uh so they they started getting some of the air conditioners working and once they got them going i started calling different rooms because i found out how to call rooms and of course i was you know and uh so i'd call the rooms and i'd be like hey this is uh joey with uh maintenance uh is your air conditioner running could you stand on the bed and check and see if your air conditioner's running okay well you better go catch that son of a bitch i think yeah. i called every room doing that shit dang dude yeah that's uh how do you like that asbestos in there? That's great, isn't it? Oh lovely. yeah, it's lovely. It's just it just adds it adds to it. That's why I'm not gonna stop smoking because fuck it, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had nice. we had a dorm we had dorms like that in Kuwait. It was uh like really bad, like really bad. And the cool thing is, is they would come fix your your air conditioning if it you know went out like right away. They made it basically like an emergency because it got to 140 degrees out there. But uh, after a while, you know, they had Kuwaitis that would come clean it, and then they stopped paying them, I think, to and then started funneling that money into Tyndall, right? Because they need to do that shit, and it got bad, dude. We had one shower working, no, none of the washers or dryers in there worked. I mean, we had these big. Has anybody ever been to Kuwait or near there? No, I just missed. We it. Have these big fucking uh crickets they're huge loud as fuck they're gross they're all over the place man this is a great this is a great trip it's a really good trip five stars for sure for sure <laughs> anybody ever jerked off in a porta potty yes <laughs> who hasn't yeah on, a, on 140 degrees yes yeah been there dude, dude when i was when i was in kyrgyzstan fucking there's the honey wagon would come fucking and empty all the porta potties every now and then. But there was this fucking 
porta potty they couldn't get to for like months and months. No, oh, no. And it was in the back of like this mud field where they're and it was all new just dorms and up. shit. <laughs> and there was a mountain coming out of the shitter. Oh no! That no the the TC and the Nationals would sit there and hover over top of it and fucking oh, shit, shit on top of the pile <laughs> <laughs> with the door open. Yo. <laughs> The only great thing about it was you could see China. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Yeah, there was there's all kinds of porta shitters all over went over in Kuwait. There would and they always had like the movie titles and you know what was your shit describe your what your shit was like in a movie title and just the walls were filled. I some mean, of the best quotes were in the some shitters. of the best quotes and some of the best like stories because. We were just sitting there for hours trying to get away from work or whatever, you know, just bored. You know, Man, when I write, when I got out, I did shitter poems and yeah. When I first got out, I did uh, satellite installs for about a year and a half, and uh, went to this customer's house one time, and I had to we we waited and waited it's and waited. The ocean in the basket. <laughs> Finally, this lady shows up, and we go inside, and then there's a. It's like I don't know, probably. 3,500 square foot house, huge two-story house. In the living room, there was a pile of trash bags about 12 foot tall. And I tell, I was training a guy, and uh, I told him, I said, go in with her and go upstairs and check the rooms. And I, I, I told her, because we had waited for 45 minutes, I drank two monsters. I was like, can I please use the restroom? She says, yeah, it's right down the hall. And I went in the restroom, and it was like that. It had shit, like a mound of shit coming above the toilet seat and i got a real weak stomach so i started gagging and i ran out of the house and my buddy that was i was training he was upstairs trying to kick doors open because there was so much trash he couldn't open the doors <laughs> and uh i called my supervisor and i was like man uh we're gonna, I'm, I'm not doing this cancel this and uh well what's wrong i said well there's shit bigger than me uh in the toilet so uh <laughs> Anyway, we got you see a lot of shit, uh, literally and figuratively, doing satellite installs. So I only did that for about a year. That was back when the money was still good before they changed it all up. The good shit, <laughs> dude. It's those hoarder houses, bro. It's those hoarder houses that they're more, you know, that you see on A and E. Do you watch that shit? Mm-hmm. You guys watch? Oh yeah, I've watched a couple of those. Live like crazy that. stuff, right? Don't get it. Yeah, like you have things that could fall on you and kill you. You know, it's it's. They just job, have man. pathways through their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that's nasty. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? I don't have the cleanest place, but <laughs> it's just crazy, dude. Just uh, some of those hoarding, are bad. The hoarding like is crazy. It's dead, out of control. Fucking all kinds of rodents in there, dude. There was um, worked with a girl. She's a family friend. She PCS'd, but she had her house here. I became the um, what the heck is that? Power of attorney over her home. People squatted in her house and couldn't get them out. And this was during oh, COVID. Was this after the hurricane? Out, uh, you said during COVID. Okay. Yep. After the hurricane, during COVID, where you couldn't kick anybody out of the house. They lived in that house almost a year. They never took the trash out. They were doing, um, they were either doing heroin or meth. They had three kids. Mm. And once we, served all the paperwork and then you know we kicked the door in to evict them they had like fled and um dude there was piles the entire two-car garage was full of trash and dead animals 
Um, the lanai was full of dog crap and two dogs. So dog pee, poop, probably for the last six months. Um, and the trash in the house was starting to decompose. It, and it was so nasty that it was sweating the walls mm. in, in the house. They had all these fly papers hanging down from the ceiling um, in every room. And the place was absolutely wretched. I bet that um, smelled amazing. It was, I've never smelled anything like that, man. And I felt horrible because the kids were living in this stuff. We, sure. found, we found one of their diaries and uh, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty sad. They were clearly on drugs, the parents, mm -hmm. because the kids were just innocent. And some of the stuff that they wrote in there uh, regarding um, their parents' safety and don't, not falling asleep and having... Um, uh, doctors come and wake them up, which I think is what paramedic they're talking about paramedics. Yeah. Um, dude, they, it took one of those, I don't know, man, the dumpsters like 12 foot tall, 10 foot tall by like 20 foot long. And she had to pay uh, a company. I think it was like seven grand to empty that mm -hmm. house and to clean it, um, repaint it. And then I refloored the whole place because the carpet was worn down to like the concrete and area where it was like a path worn and it was sticky and it was yucky. And I've, I've lived in a house for a long time with carpet, right? And the same carpet, and I've never worn a path into the carpet. <laughs> what do you do to wear a path in the carpet? They're cutting the rug. You just pace them back and forth, man. You know, did you mean? take it? Kind of yeah. like, oh. <laughs> No, pacing back and forth, man. Like, dude, no, seriously, they had to have been shadowmen. Shadowmen. Maybe they were. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm 320 pounds, and so I can't say maybe they were heavy. Uh, they weren't. They were meth skinny. Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe they were. Maybe they were. They were just pacing back and forth. There, there was there, there was probably like six thousand Mountain Dew cans throughout the whole house, and just stacked everywhere. <laughs> Half drank. They must have been extreme, dude. Super extreme. <laughs> Fucking doing bike tricks in the backyard and shit right. on meth and Mountain Dew. <laughs> Holy fuck! Dude, there was like a pool with like two foot long fish growing in it. <laughs> there. It's a new species living in the pool. Gosh, <laughs> man. Being a but meth and this is my special blend. We found Florida a meth fish in the garage that was dead, and I was, I was, I was like, "This is this is nasty." There's like two dead dogs and a cat, and then there was this, there was this um, drum out in the backyard that I couldn't pick up. I didn't, I didn't open it. I just, yeah. I had yeah, to. Yeah, you don't want to do that. And and they. They shared the same sentiment. They they got a couple of other people to help them, and they threw that in that dumpster. Um, mm. It was it was heavy. There's probably yeah, a kid in it. I walked into so recently. I uh, <laughs> recently I was told that I was like part of this will, right? And I thought it was a fucking scam. I was like, it's got to be a scam, dude. Uh, but. Shut up. It was my biological, it was by my biological grandmother and walked into this house that she was in, that she lived in. Talk about that kind of stuff. It was really bad, dude. It was like there's cat piss and shit everywhere. The mm. carpets have been there's no carpets in there. 
like uh the bathrooms were uh, i mean dude the story how i explain it i can't really convey how it was but when you walk in there dude and we had to put like covers over our shoes over our boots because there's like i guess my aunt found like a dead dead dog and dead cats in there and uh all kinds of stuff dude it's crazy. Hey. it's still really bad still hmm. really bad and then the neighbors next door were like yeah we were helping her and it's like with what oh Helping her with what? There was like yeah. nothing in the cupboards. There's no food in the cupboards. There's no there's no nothing. She had like one TV, bed in the living room, and then the rest of the place was just covered in like cat shit and piss. Oh, dude, it's bad. It's real bad. The only place you're the only way you're gonna be able to clean that thing is by burning it down. Yep. Honestly, like it's really bad. It's just My sad to see like, like older people. You know get into that kind of situation where nobody helps them you know what i mean my aunt was just like that man had 28 cats in her house Holy yeah fuck. how do you get that many cats she's an old lady a bitter old woman who hates men and she's just a, a cat hoarder and they destroyed that house and then um, one day it caught fire oh man i and was just gonna say my great grandma was like that uh just would feed the cats scraps and stuff and they would come from all over the place yeah, and they got it. to the point where the front the front porch you would get within about 10 feet of it and all you smelled was just cat like ammonia and uh and you you know there was dead cats and there was mutated cats and uh all kinds of shit and then one day the house caught fire yep same same thing here it, it burned the the whole second story down but insurance covered it and they rebuilt the whole house. And that was the only thing that took that nasty ass smell away. It's good old house fire. Yeah. If you, if I wanted to put money into it to fix it, to like rent it, I would have to pull up all the, uh, it's like a, it's like a trailer too. You know what I mean? It's not a house. It's a trailer. Right. So I'd have to pull up, pull up all the floorboards and then pull off all the wall up like, two feet two or three feet up you know what i mean because the cat piss soaks in and then goes in the the drywall whatever you know what i mean so i'd have to dude it'd be so much money so much fucking money to 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 even do anything with that house trailer whatever you want to call it it's crazy but yep yep hey you know we're having this raptor party yep and i have not heard one thing about a fucking trash hauler today Woo. <laughs> Woo! Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. What's the trash hauler again? A C C one thirty? Any car? Uh, pretty much anything that's uh, not a fighter. Not a badass. There's only two types of airplanes: fighters and targets. You know, I really enjoy. Well, there's sixteens too. Hey, nobody likes sixteens. Okay, listen. I worked them. They're pretty cool. I mean, sort of. Sort I mean, they're, they're kind of like. But they fit in your pocket. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, it's like, it's like when you know, if when you have that little short friend who's like, who likes to fight a lot, who can really get in, you know, who's yeah. scrappy, that kind of person. You know, the guy that always starts shit at the bar and says, "Well, my friend over here." Yeah, yeah, they're the ones, the little short guys, the stocky, like scrappy. They always run their mouth, and then they're like, "Well," and then when their A ten buddy comes in, you know, to fuck shit up, they're like. I don't know what happened. 
<laughs> so I was walking. I was walking down the line, and I had two sixteens in my pocket. Yeah, That's they just like I said before. They just took something small and tried to stuff everything as much as they could in just this tiny. They're space. pretty. They're pretty badass, though. They're like the sportsters of the uh, fighter nation, you know. They're the Miatas. Yeah, they're like yeah, they're like the sportsters. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have your 15s, your A10s, your um Raptors that are the baggers, right? And then you have yeah. your, you know, F35, he's kind of the Dyna. Yeah. Know? I mean, not as cool, obviously. You still got We're you still a bike? Me? Yeah. No. I sold that when I got I my do. ride every my day, lightning. boy. What are you riding? Uh Why? I ride a Pan America. Oh, and you mentioned that last time, and uh, I looked those up. They look pretty cool. It's like a, it seems like it's kind of like an adventure bike, Harley. Yeah. Yeah. Am I wrong on that? It's a confused Harley. Yeah. It doesn't know what it is. So it's a dual sport Harley, right? Oh, that's cool. It was something different rather than being like the normal brother, you know, because I've had Dinos, (laughs) I've had Ultras. So I traded my Ultra in for this, and I had to ride it twice at the dealership. It was it's fucking badass. I love it. It's got five ride modes. Um, well, obviously, for the time you've had it and the amount of miles on it, that's some bitch got. <laughs> yeah, I've put. Now it's up to about twenty four thousand in a year. So, oh jeez, you know. yeah, you're right. you're getting at it. I I did that to my R six in 04 when I bought it. I think. I think it's got close to 50,000 miles, but my first two years, it was, it was like 19 grand. I put on it. Hell yeah. Ooh. Hell yeah. Ride or die. Motherfucker. Yeah, Rain or shine, dude. Rain I was my life. living in the dorms, riding my motorcycle to work. Uh, the last bike I had was a ZX 12. And, uh, I had rode, you know, I've been riding Harleys for 15 years and decided, ah, let's try a sport bike. I've always wanted a sport bike. And, uh, I, that thing. I, I loved it. It was cool. Like that's the only time I've ever been 160, 170 miles an hour. But at yeah. the same time, you can't ride it more than 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, Cause you're back you know, and everything else. With this, uh, with the Pan America, it took me, it took me a little bit, you know, cause it's, it, I, it rides different. Right. Yeah. So I don't have my feet out in the front. I just, yeah. it's like a sport bike. I kind of have them sat back like a sport bike but uh i ride it back and forth between california arizona four hour you know a four hour ride it's comfy it's got the um electronic um suspension so whenever i stop at stoplights it'll you know it'll um lower where you know my feet are on the ground or if somebody's riding on the back it'll automatically adjust wow. um That's fancy. yeah it's a 1250 it's got 150 horsepower 94 foot pounds of torque Five ride modes. It's got road, sport, rain, off-road, off-road plus. Mm. Um, it's very fancy. That's very fancy. Uh, that's too much shit for a motorcycle. <laughs> very fancy and very fast. It's very, very fast, which I found out on accident when somebody jumped out at me at 1 a.m. on the 58. It was like middle of the desert, middle of the night. Someone like lunged out at me and I just, Yeah. Over by uh, Kramer, Kramer Junction. I don't know. Some fucking like a person or like yes. a vehicle. A no, person. A person. A person. Do you feel like Lund- it takes away from your rideability as far as your? Uh, okay, your let's skill? go back to this person jumping out at him. <laughs> yeah. This. So this person jumped out at me at one a.m. in the middle of the desert. 
in the middle of nowhere on the 58. So, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I was like, headed back like like this, jumping like, out. Oh, yeah. no, like no, like jumped out at me to like it, they lunged at me. It looked like it was like they were trying to pull me off. While you were riding down the street, while I was riding down the highway, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> so, like with Desert the flick creatures. of my wrist, like <laughs> I accidentally got to a high speed, which I've never gotten to before, and I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" No speed wobbles too. It was cool. It's cool. I edited it out. Oh, that's impressive for a Harley. And I got to Barstow very fast, very quickly. <laughs> you think it was a ghost? Yeah, dude, it was crazy, bro. I was like, nope, I'm getting the fuck out of here. It's probably Hunter S. Thompson. Maybe. It could have been the Yucca Man. Oh, it could have been the Yucca Man. How can steal weapons license in California? Uh, in Kern County, it's not too bad. LA Kern County, County very easy. It. Yeah. LA County, so, no. There's no reciprocity throughout the whole state. It's only per county. Yeah, each count, each sheriff kind of decides. Yeah, that's each the county dumbest sheriff. crap ever. You mean like a class three, or like what do you mean as far as a weapons license? No, just sealed, regular old concealed. Oh, see, I live in Texas. You guys, <laughs> class three, class three in California. <laughs> that's impossible. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah, the only um, Texas is an open carry with a concealed weapons license, right? No, Texas is now open carry. Just anyone. Anyone, as long as you don't have a felony. Uh, If you want to conceal, then you have to have a a CDL or your your, uh, concealed carry. I wonder what the rate of petty crime or just regular assaults are now since that passed. You know, are I would minding their keys and cues. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I honestly, I don't feel like it's changed much. Um, but I will say, living, you know, Alaska's been that way for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was hardly any crime in Alaska because nobody fucked with anybody because you never know. Like combat fishing, you're you're flinging a fly rod three feet away from some other random dude and everybody's wearing a 45 on their hip. So nobody, just nobody fucked with shit. So. Yeah. Well, that's how Arizona is. Arizona's I'm sorry to interrupt. Arizona's like that's constitutional carry. You Mm -hmm. don't have to have a permit or anything to carry while in Arizona in your car, on your person, they don't give a fuck. And you know, everybody's armed out here. So Florida just did that too. Fuck around and find out. And then New Mexico, that well, I think it was New Mexico, that governor uh, tried to say that uh, the Second Amendment, she was allowed to amend Constitution as she saw fit. And so she, she took away the Second Amendment for certain cities. And uh, they ruled that, uh, that she was a dumbass. It was mainly just for Albuquerque because they have such expansive deserts. You know what I mean? So you really only... She was only really covering Albuquerque, but I think her fuck thing was bullshit. Uh, yeah, was a public terrorist, fucking something. She said she's a was. terrorist. I don't know. I've got a, I've got a lot of thoughts. I didn't. Uh, I also did not put my flag at half staff this week for Feinstein uh, because fuck her. Oh yeah, I was wondering why all the flags <laughs> the were half staff is finally gone. I was wondering why everything was in. Like how? Like, why? How can you be having a power of attorney 
for the past seven months, but yet you're still being wheeled around and people are like, she's like, what do I do? And her people are like, just say I. And she, so, so you don't know where you're at or what's going on, but you're still voting on shit that, that affects the American public and, and our children and, and the generations to come and everything that's going on right now. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, it doesn't. There, there should be a limit on that. Boys, I'm going to have to sign off here in a, in a little bit. We're going to have to. We're gonna run to the the doctors. All right, man. It was wonderful having you on. Hey, thanks. Uh, Thanks for having us. Very nice to meet you, sir. Uh, I feel I feel like I know you. Like maybe I've run into you. I don't know. You probably have. I left Tyndall in '09, and then I came back in '13. I bet you look much younger whenever you're shaved. The last time you saw me, I had probably had a skin shaved head and you know, no, no beard <laughs> now, I'll, I'll, i was supposed to tell that story but i'll tell the story that story next time there you go <laughs> right on yeah. right on good times break it, right in, you, could, by. you could look you could look forward to yeah. my, my my flight chief thought i was a white supremacist <laughs> That reminds me of uh, Blackbeard, that picture. Uh, and that oh. guy didn't help. <laughs> right? Hanging out with him didn't help, yeah. Uh, no. No, because he had a shaved head, too. Didn't you get an incentive? And you had that? Uh, Yeah, that was towards the end I had hair. But before <laughs> that, I never had hair. <laughs> Epic. Yeah. Yep. All right, boys. I got to get going. I got to take these kids to the doctor. It was fun. Yeah, man. Cool, man. Good having See you, you next on. time. Right, Anytime guys. you want to get on, let us know. Copy. I'll see you boys. Have a good weekend. Later, brother. You too. Hey, and now it's just the three. Where's Rhino? Where's Fab? Well, I'm I'm pretending to be Fab today. No, you're a Rhino. You're Rhino. Yes. Oh, I'm Rhino today. Oh yeah, Fab doesn't exist anymore. Can you can you say something about like C130s and you know you doing stuff to them and then like saying the fighters suck and then. Like try to talk shit to me about my beard or something, and go. Uh, well, when I was born in two thousand four, uh, <laughs> we didn't have uh, uh, fighters that I knew about, and so uh, so I decided that heavies would be the best thing to do. So uh, you know, I like I like the fact that they have their own bathroom on board, and uh, mm. sometimes they give you right. cheese and crackers, uh, mm. and it's. And you That's, really wanted uh, to be a flight attendant. <laughs> you really yeah, serve, I, serve I couldn't, couldn't pass the test to be a flight attendant, and so uh, I decided <laughs> to be a, a a crew chief on uh, trash haulers. And uh, uh, then when I graduated in 2018, uh, joined the Air Force, and uh, that's, that's my story. Rhino, Rhino, <laughs> when you had to clear the trash out of the trash hauler, how did that make you feel? I loved it. It made me feel like I was at home. Uh, it was the best best part of my job, I think, is uh, sweeping the floors. Uh, I really like that because, you know, sometimes we would drop uh, badasses off from the airplane in the air, and uh, uh, I, I swept up after them. A lot of Cheeto dust, you know. A lot of Cheeto dust. A lot of poo-poo pee-pee. Hell yeah. That was how great. Were your, that was... How were your fluffing skills? Well, you got to have them on point because you know, uh, as a as a crew chief, you 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 directly deal with the pilots uh, as a flying crew chief. So, 
you have to be a really good fluffer. Uh, I, a lot of times I wear roller skates to make it so I can get there faster. <laughs> roller girl. <laughs> Did you have like a notebook to write down the pilots like exact times and when to put their meal in? You know what I mean? And, did you have yeah, yeah, because there's, there's an onboard microwave oven, and uh, so <laughs> you know, we would utilize that a lot with our uh, you know, different meals that they would request. Sometimes you'd tell them, Hey, this is what we're having, and they didn't like that, and so uh, I'd have to whip something up for them in the back. <laughs> it's the cook, do you have your apron on and everything? Yeah, a lot of times I'd have one of the guys do my hair before, uh, so I look good when I come through that door. You know, you don't want to show up to the to the flight crew with your hair in a mess and uh, not having only your apron after, on. Only after you serve them your hair. I'm so glad you came on today. I'd have the avionics guys spray some lube on my wheels and my bearings, and that way I was even faster. Got to maintain those skates, dude. Hell yeah. Dude, listen, this has been a good this has been a good show here. It's been a good show. So I was looking at stuff like history, aviation history stuff. There's not much going on today. In this day of aviation. In this day of aviation. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so I give you some stuff like uh hmm, think about it here. Oh, October 6th, which is today. The first of 11 prototypes of the MiG-29A fighter made its first flight in the Soviet Union. And didn't fly again for 12 years. Yeah. You mean to tell me that you were inverted with a MiG-29? MiG-28. Oh, well, my quote didn't go off as well. It was a MiG-28, and it was actually, was it F-5 or T-38? I think it was a T-38. It was a 5. Well, they're pretty much the same thing. They're the same thing. Yeah. Do they use those for anything but training these days? The F5? No. No, the 38s. Yeah, it's just training. I think yeah. they're getting replaced by the T7. Yeah, they yeah. are. Soon. Soon. Speaking of the T38, on this day in 1961, October 6th, that was a great segue, guys. Thank you. Ooh. That helped me out here. Plan. I was thinking about... I was thinking about doing this every time, you know, bringing up the news or bringing up something in aviation history, because this is obviously what we do, right? We're aviators, sort of. Yeah. Uh, let's see. During a two-month series of speed, distance, and altitude record attempts at Edwards Air Force Base, Jackie Cochran set a world record for a speed over a closed circuit of 100 kilometers without a payload, flying a T-38. Mm. Her average speed over the 62-mile circular course was 1,262.188 kilometers per hour. That's, in American, that's 784.287 miles per hour. So that's uh, that's over Mach 1. Yeah, yeah she was, she was flying correct. a jet at Edwards in the 60s. With huh. correct barometric pressure and everything, that's, that's over Mach 1. Because what is it, 742-point-something? It was 1.2 Mach. Yeah. Yeah. 1.2 Mach. Wow, look at you. You're yes. 700-something yeah, at sea level is Mach. I'm pretty smart, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and you know that, like, going through your, like, A&P stuff, 
and you'll see this, but like uh, the speed of sound basically depends on temperature. It's like yeah, temperature and barometric pressure and all that shit. Yeah, temperature directly messes with the speed of sound, right? So, but on 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 your normal uh, normal deals, it's supposed to be like seven forty two point three or some shit. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Okay, so in nineteen eighty three on October sixth, uh, the first flight of the Bell helicopter, Kiowa reconnaissance helicopter, Kiowa. took place. Yeah, those are sweet. They're still the, cool. heli- the little yeah. birds, right? Those are little no. birds. No, no, the Kiowa is bigger than the little. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah. yeah, they look like yeah. like normal. Your normal like it's like a the typical bell, but fighter. Typical bell. Shooting. Yeah, and then it's got the fucking pod up on the top mm-hmm. that does this, and you can see yeah. stuff with it. That's right. Fucking rotor heads. I like throwing out my aviation knowledge when people think you're stupid, and uh, then I talk about like speed of sound and true circle and different shit and people are like what the fuck Pythagorean <laughs> theorem yeah you're the venturi principle and people are like what mm-hmm. how do you know this shit <laughs> that i guess that goes back to what we were saying earlier about you know we're not uh we're not your average person we're not your uh and, and it's funny because people think that you are just from the look i don't look average me neither, <laughs> me neither. well i guess I don't know. We all we we're all pretty white, uh, <laughs> white and nerdy. Yeah, we, we all look pretty average. I don't know. You look, uh, yeah, Blackbird. You 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 definitely don't look uh, that beard, man. Uh, props. That is every day it gets longer. Question: How many <laughs> birds do you have living in there now? I lost count after ten. You lost count after ten, and what kind of bird? <laughs> all kinds. Could, could you have little Mikey? Like, identify the species of bird living in your beard by their tweets. Probably. Tell by me what tweet. kind of call this is. <laughs> I've been buying bird calls so yeah. I can sit on my front porch and call birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Can you send us clips? Mm-hmm. Like, put put your <laughs> phone up on a tripod. Yeah, I've, so far I've got the hawk call, I've got a uh, crow call, and uh, I ordered an Aztec death whistle. Well, I don't think that's going to call any birds, but Dude, I just want to freak the, freak the neighbors did, out. Did our podcast start this? Uh, <laughs> did well, it help start this? It might have, because you, you had such a thing. Uh, well, Rhino made it out that you had such a big thing about the birds. And then I had so many birds in the background on several occasions. Uh, then I was like, you know what? Let's make the birds. Let's let's make them come to us. And Call so, them in. Yeah. So uh, most of my day is pretty much spent uh, sitting on the That's porch. Just messing with the birds. Are the birds out there? Mikey's now the bird whisperer. The bird. You got to find what makes you happy in life, you know? Uh, are there are there currently birds out there now? 
Yeah, yeah, there's uh there's a few out there now. If I went out there with that crow call or that hawk call, the crow call doesn't do a whole lot. It sounds more like a duck. Um which I was well, a little disappointed. But the uh oh I'd have to find it. Yeah. Hey babe, where'd you put the crow call? <laughs> what but, is uh, your favorite bird? <laughs> babe, I need the crow call. That's the first time I've ever heard that. <laughs> The hot call uh, is my favorite because it'll, you know, I can really get them in. I, I think I had probably 30 or 40 birds in the tree the other day. Wow. They were knocking down, uh, knocking down, uh, what kind of nuts are those? Pecans. They were knocking down pecans and all kinds of cool, dude. Wow. I want to see your skills at work. I really would like to see them at work. Do you like get motions and shit? Like acting like a bird? How do you how do you dress? How do you dress when you go out there and do it? Do you have feathers tucked in somewhere and you're just like you know, usually a bandana in my hair and a Hawaiian shirt or something. Like today I'm rocking a bowling shirt, so Oh, okay. Well they respond to Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if we can get some <laughs> You need to put feathers in your bandana. Little Mikey live. Live <laughs> on the podcast, he's legit calling birds. This is great. <laughs> well, they'll show up. Give them a minute. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> They're coming. Do you like? Do you feed them things? Do you give them like? Three, no. You know? No. Fuck them birds. They. <laughs> Dude, you can teach ravens how to get money, and then when they bring you the money, you you feed them. I think they say hey. ravens are the smartest birds. You know that? Because there was a dude that was yeah. doing that who was like, he had like a bunch of ravens. Mm -hmm. I think he had like six or seven of them that he taught to trade money for food. Hmm. So they would bring them. They would oh, bring I them saw that video. They would bring them all kinds of stuff. Ravens are fucking... And another, another thing that yeah. kind of led to this is uh, my brother lives in Portland and uh, one of his old roommates had some kind of a raven call or some shit and had ravens coming to him and so I was like all right this sounds cool I want to do this that is awesome we have ravens up the ass yeah. out here there's a lot Dude, of they, them out here. they work as teams especially in Cal City where it's open they work as in teams of like six to get into people's trash cans for reals You'll have two like open in the side trying to fly up, and then two of them sticking their head in the in the. I'm thing down to three percent, guys. So if I do fall off of here later, I'll let you know right before it happens. But uh, that's what happens. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're probably getting to the end anyways, where we gotta you know give yeah. a cool, um, uh, what do you call it? Veteran program. Well. Yeah veteran program since you're you know rhino today Ooh. you know i don't have a um thing that i would like to promote today but what i would like to say and i thought about this the other day um you know the va does get a lot of shit and uh the va has really honestly once you get the appointment and once you get in um they, they they've always done They've always done a good job with me um, through my surgeries and things like that. Uh, so I just kind of want to give the VA props today. Um, Hell yeah. It's uh, 
you know, I know there's a lot of issues and things like that and everybody makes mistakes and, and, and everything's a, a political thing or whatever, but at the same time, props to the VA cause they, they take care of shit whenever they do, you know? Well, yeah. And they're stuck in the middle of this like quandary kind of thing, right? Where yeah, it's like the kid between the parents kind of deal. The government is telling them we need you to do this, but the VA seeing, you know, soldier, sailor, Marines, coast guard, Space Force, spacemen, space. <laughs> and there's a there's a three programs um, associated with the VA. I can't remember what they're called right now. They're going to get six point two percent with Pula. Uh, but from the latest latest droppings, from what I've seen, uh, for the rest of us, it's going to probably probably be around three point two, which uh, obviously not as great as last year because um, that was a landmark thing. But at the same time, I'm not complaining about 3.2, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I was looking into using the, like, Voc Rehab to uh, get flight training done after I get my private pilot's license. Because they'll pay for it as long as it's part of a degree program, right? Yeah. But the prerequisite is to have you have to have your you have to be thirty percent or higher. Um, you have to have your private pilot's license, and it has to be part of a degree program, and they'll pay for everything after that. That's good to know because I've really been wanting to fly helicopters here lately. I yeah. So, so I was looking at um, after I get my private pilot's license, mm-hmm. um, going to Embry Riddle at some point and working on working on that. Because I want to fly helichopper, ambulance helichoppers or whatever, or fly my own helichoppers at some point, you know, try that kind of stuff, right? And, and when a, you, there's a shortage. Sorry, Mike, when you when you get into that uh, 100% PNT club, um, you know, now my wife can go to school. Um, my son can go to school. Um, our burials. I don't have to worry about that. That's covered now. Um there's a there's a whole lot of things that open up once you get to that 100% PNT that oh, yeah. uh, a lot of other folks don't get. Um, so just I don't know. I've just been really grateful and really thankful uh, that I got to where I'm at. And uh, they they sucks. I, pro- I wish I'd had my body back, but at the same time, uh, I'm glad I'm glad I get the shit I get. Right, but I mean, you know, we did what we did, kind of going into it. You know, not yeah. knowing how you know fucked up some people would be afterwards, but you know, you took the chance. We and you know, uh, it gave me the training that I need to have a career. I I haven't had to look for a job in, you know, fucking years. You know, knowing that I could just if something happens, then I can always just put my shit out there, and somebody will generally will you know will hook onto it. You know what I mean? Because of my past experience in the Air Force and other contracting companies or whatever. I'm not saying that if I, mean, I lose my job that I'm going to get a job right away. <laughs> but generally... It happens. Know, it happen- if I have my AMP, <laughs> right? If yeah. I have my airframe power plant and say my pilot's license along with my Air Force and maintenance background... I will never have to actually look for a job. They'll probably be headhunting me. But you never know, yeah. right? And I can't. I can't the, say otherwise. That's something else. Uh, you know, I get emails and, and stuff all the time. Um, 
places that are looking and because of my background and then also the people that we know you know the 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 friendships or the what are the what would you call that the uh connections that we know um networking anything, mm-hmm. yeah networking any anything in our field career field of the things that we know um i mean shit just knowing you guys you know uh, if i wanted to if i if i was still looking for a job um which I, I i can't work at the moment but if i was i could go to california and i know you guys or you know i know people in dc or i know people in florida or i know people you know we know people all over the place and there's there's groups that we're all a part of that are constantly like somebody in there is somewhere going hey you know these guys boeing for instance is looking for techs out at a oh, rookie Mm-mm-mm. Boeing is looking for techs out in San Antonio or, or um, Louisiana for F-15s, you know what I mean? Or like guitar stuff. There's a constant, you know, flow of that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, just that, that was, that's the cool part of being in the air force. The other political bullshit bullshit I could, I didn't like. I think it's all the networking helps you out the most. Honestly, it's all about who, you know, yeah, that has a yeah. Big part in it. That and all we like what helped me is I always kept my ear to the ground, right? Mm-hmm. I was never just like satisfied with one thing and never I really never am. Right? No really never satisfied in one spot and like, oh, I don't need to look for anything. I was always like, okay, my unicorn might come along one day, <laughs> right? Cuz people were always like, why are you are you looking for a new job or whatever? No, I'm just like, no. I might get a, a unicorn, dude, and I just gotta keep, just gotta keep looking. You never know, cause I could hit something where I'm making fuck two hundred thirty thousand dollars a year, where you know, yeah, people who are like, why are you doing that? Are still mechanics making, you know, not as much as me, right? Mm-hmm. I do not currently make that much, so just so you know, <laughs> make that much right now. Thank you. I would love to, yeah, but uh. Now some other some other veteran programs I think we talked about before is Vet Tech. You guys ever heard of Vet Tech that the VA offers? That's basically to go to school. Uh, they'll pay for your classes, so you can get like um, most of them are for coding or like um, yeah, a trade web page stuff. It's basically like nerd nerd stuff, but they're offering to pay for your classes, and then we'll help you get a job. Mm-hmm. With vet tech, um, and those dudes that are still in, um, that aren't vets yet, that are you know, uh, they're still still rocking the Air Force game. Um, tuition assistance is a huge deal, man. That's that's I clept my way through my that's whole changer. Yeah, and and back then the only class you couldn't take uh, was speech. And once they, I want to say it was 2011, they started offering online speech classes. And uh, that was the last one I needed. And so I took my speech uh, online to get my CCAF. Um, You could come out with a bachelor's and then, you know, come out with a bachelor's, even a master's where you're working on your, you can work on your doctorate using your your GI bill. There's a guy we worked with in Alaska. I can't remember his name right now, but uh, he uh, 
clucked his way through CCF. Then he used his tuition assistance to get his bachelor's. And then once he got out, he used his GI bill to get his doctorate. And now he's a doctor. Yeah. And, uh, that, I mean, there's all, and, and like with your VA loan, there was another guy we worked with up there that used his VA loan when he was in California to buy a duplex. You have to live in it for a year before you can rent out one of them. And so yeah. he lived in it for a year and then rented out the other half after that first year. Then he, you, because you have, you know, it's not a one-time thing. He used his, uh, the rest of what he had to buy another duplex, lived in that half for a year. Then he started renting that out. Then he ended up buying an apartment complex. He did that with like three duplexes, then bought an apartment complex. And then when I was leaving, he was buying a gas station. Like He was a slumlord. <laughs> slum uh, but he made it work to his advantage, you know, the, the tools that were available that a lot of people don't utilize. Yeah, and he had a, a, lot of he had a, a lot gun of business too, didn't he? He did. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. had an apartment. That whole thing was just wall to wall every room fucking guns and he drove a different car to work every day <laughs> he did a different car hell, yeah. that five ton, oh, i think you might have left but he bought a five ton and he left it in the fucking the squadron parking lot forever he rented a ferrari in overalls in vegas <laughs> hell yeah hell He's yeah good dude all right guys uh i gotta get ready to get beat some meat to work i gotta yeah, beat some meat. Clean up at some work, and yeah, meat. clean up some <laughs> bullshit. Uh no. So yeah, where can you find us, Rhino? Rhino, where can you Rhino. find us, Blackbeard? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all the num- normal places. I for oh here it is. I got it. I got my script. Facebook, X, YouTube. Look us up on the Buzzsprout. From there, you can see us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google. And then all the social medias on Facebook, Instagram, X, YouTube, Discord. I feel like Rumble. I'm one. Rumble. Run, Rumble. We have a Rumble. We do we have, have a Rumble. Rumble. It's so it's connected to our YouTube page. Oh. Uh, but you can get on Rumble. We're gonna start live streaming on there. Don't forget we're on Twitch. Rumble. Um, I will be fixing our Patreon this weekend. I know Ooh, I've been Patreon. saying that every fucking time, but I will be fixing our Patreon this weekend. So that way people, because people are like, uh, Buzzsprout, that's like not a normal thing to subscribe to. Why don't you just put out something that's like people know about, right? Patreon. Then we'll offer yeah. other shit like uh, nipple reveals and... Uh, buttered real, sausage. Re, nope. R- buttered, buttered sausage reveals and like... Both. Real voice reveals, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Like, Fab... <laughs> Pumba might show up at some point. Just come across the screen real quick and be gone. Yeah, you know that kind of stuff. I don't think so, he's even real anymore. Um, I think you guys just hired a homeless guy to pretend he was Fab. If you've seen Fab, send us a message. Yeah, um, I, I want to say I, I appreciate you guys having me on again. Always a pleasure, uh, honor being being able to talk to you guys. I love you guys, uh, dude. You're VIP, bro. Yeah. You're always welcome, brother. VIP mod. I really, really appreciate uh, you guys inviting me back. Hell yeah, dude. Listen, you you provide entertainment. You know what I mean? Can you be Rhino one more time before we leave? Just say something that Rhino would say that you'd think. Man, in fifth grade, it was 2012. And uh, 
this guy, he took my Vienna sausages. And at that point, I knew I wanted to work on hauling trash because uh, uh, the can and the juice, just the smell of it, it, it made me think if I can, if I can do this for a living, I want to. And so that's why I joined the Air Force. But not just a normal trash man, trash man with wings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because that suit, boy, if I, whoo, that suit gets you hard. That's the thing. Uh, you want to act you like a, fly, a pilot, but not really be a pilot? If you ain't got a flight suit, you ain't shit. That's, you know. <laughs> We're kind of like weapons, <laughs> um, but a little better. Weapons of the pilot people. <laughs> this is awesome. This is awesome. Cool, man. Thank, thanks, Rhino. <laughs> well, Mikey, I appreciate oh. I appreciate it. If you want to pull jocks, yeah. Mr. General. General of the E4 Mafia. If you want to pull us jocks, get us out of here, and then... Uh, yeah, we'll, well even see that uh, time. Let's pull chocks, boys. Looks Hell like, yeah. Looks like the fatties are rolling in, so we gotta get out of here. Woo! Go get hey, go talk to them birds, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go tweet tweet. You better, you better tweet, send tweet a video. my, my life away. <laughs> I'll right. get them going. Hey. I'll get them going and send you guys a video when I got them all chirped up. Yes, you better oh, do. That would be up. so rad. <laughs> Church them up. Church. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. We'll see you on the next you one. Guys. You can catch us everywhere. Mm-hmm. Podcasts are broadcast. Bye.